0: all right what's good guys welcome back to the live life complex podcast this is your host my name is diego and this is part two of this little mini series that i'm doing over the weekend where i'm going over my lifestyle choices and everything that i've been doing these past couple years uh, specifically, because that's when I paid most attention to building muscle and improving as an athlete. So everything that I've been doing uh, it, wh- when it comes to, you know, what I eat, what I do in between sessions, what I do, what I eat after sessions, when I eat, the supplements that I'm taking, uh, the training that I'm doing, everything. I'm gonna cover everything over these next couple of days for you. So in the last episode, I talked about my training uh, programs and the type of training that I'm doing, as well as what, it, what my meals look like on different days of training. And also what supplements I take. So in this episode I want to talk about the food that I eat and specifically what go through my head when I'm buying groceries and when I'm trying to come up with dinner ideas or lunch ideas or breakfast ideas. It doesn't really matter. I just want to talk about food. So this episode all about food. It's taken me quite a long time um, of living on my own and cooking for myself to really understand and get used to knowing what, bu- knowing what foods to buy as well as what meals to make when. So there's not only the process of Understanding what meals make me feel what type of way and what meals work best, you know, before training or after training, but also how to make those meals taste good because I've never really had to cook my entire life. You know, I, I'm very grateful to have a mother who cooked for me and made delicious vegan Meals that were that fueled me, I guess. So I never really had to, you know, I just took it all for granted. And now that I'm living on my own, I've had to really learn and relearn everything. I've I've had to call her numerous times to ask her, you know, how'd you make this dish? How'd you make this dish? Because I want to replicate it and I want to share it with you guys as well. So I want to start off by talking about what goes through my head when I'm making meals. So, you know, as an athlete, I want to be conscious of the amount of protein that I'm getting. So I'll usually get it from you know chickpeas, beans, like black beans, edamame. Um, and then also there's protein in every vegetable, but in smaller amounts. So all of it adds up. I'm never worried about, about like the protein content of my meals. I'm just worried about eating enough. So I always want to eat until, um, a little bit more than full because I usually, I don't have that much of an appetite and I know for the amount of training that I do, I need to eat more than I think. I obviously don't eat overeat because that's just not healthy and my goal is longevity. So I don't want to stuff myself, but I want to eat until like I'm I'm full for quite a while. And that's why I eat the most at dinner because throughout the day, I'm usually doing stuff. I need to be active. I need to feel energized. I need to feel uh, like light because I feel like after I eat, I don't have any motivation to really, you know, like create content or do anything of that sort. So my dinner is always my largest meal and I never... Want to eat too close to when I'm going to bed because I I want to I want my food to be digested before I sleep so my body is not utilizing its energy sleeping for the digestion so that's just another tip for you guys but let's actually just talk about the meals so I usually cycle through different cuisines and the three different cuisines that I um, will make will be Asian Mexican and Indian I guess I I don't know if these are exact but uh, and I think it's pretty Um, I think I'm stereotyping a little bit, but that's what goes through my head. So I'll start off with getting groceries like bok choy, gai lan, bell peppers, rice, chili peppers, garlic, onion, carrots, green beans, snap peas, chickpeas, and uh, what else? Like sprouts, and that's, that's probably about it. So that's for an Asian stir fry that's my go-to it's an asian stir fry I now it takes me 30 minutes max to make i've oh and tofu i forgot about tofu but tofu is important because that's one of my main sources of protein for this meal so, that's a really easy meal for me to make. You know, I just make the rice, stir-fry all the veggies together, bake the tofu or, gr- or grill it, and then put it all together with a, you know, either peanut sauce or a teriyaki sauce that I'll make at home. They're they're very simple to make. Just look up vegan teriyaki sauce or vegan peanut sauce and you just find one that you like. Super simple to make, super easy, delicious meal. This is one that I look forward to the most. And then the next cuisine is Indian and you know, I'll make like a red lentil curry. I always get red lentils in bulk. So I always have some left over. It's not an issue for me and I always soak them a little bit before. So um, it's really important to soak your lentils. Your body has an easier time digesting them and you get more benefits from eating these red lentils. So I'll make red lentil curry, you know, that's coconut milk, red lentils, um, various spices like cumin, cardamom, or cardamom so I'll make some sort of red lentil curry so I'll have rice red lentils and chickpeas in them uh, what else did I put in them kale you can put other vegetables but that's pretty much the base and what really makes it taste good is the coconut milk with the different sauces so you know chili chili powder. I'll put jalapenos in it too. You know, we've got cumin, curry spices. So you kind of just go crazy with the spices, you know, make sure that they are, you know, on theme and that you actually like the taste of the spices. But this is the most fun to make because the flavors are just unreal. You can also put carrots in this. You know, I feel like the ingredients that I get are kind of overlapping and that's, a good thing because I can get the same ingredients and I can make various different meals with those ingredients. So carrots are good in this, um, in this curry, as well as in the Asian, like veggie stir fry that I'm making just as an example. And before I get into like the Mexican cuisine dish that I usually make the theme here, if you can already tell it's, I've always got a grain. So whether it be rice, millet, um, you know, those are pretty interchangeable, interchangeable and or quinoa. I've always got, those are like kind of the main three that I'll eat. And then I've got Various veggies, so you know bok choy, gai lan, bell peppers, kale, uh, carrots, whatever. Then I've then I've got some f- f- like legumes, so it'd be chickpeas, black beans, edamame. Um, I forgot to mention edamame is very good in the Asian stir fry as well. Um, you know snap peas, green beans. And then I've got a source of protein, so whether it be tempeh, tofu, and you know, the, obviously the the legumes are a source of protein as well. So th- that pretty much comprises every single one of my meals. And that, when I'm thinking of making a meal, it's just a combination of some different, uh, veg- or some different source from each of those different categories that I've mentioned. And of course, the sauce is the most important. So you can make your own sauce from scratch. You can look up a recipe, but there are so many different variations of of sauces that you can make i think that if there's a sauce that you like that's non-vegan there is a vegan version of it Uh, cashews are often a very important ingredient in making mayonnaise type sauces and that's one of my favorite ones for rice bowls so when i get into the mexican burrito that i make it's just rice beans various veggies like onions kale see it's all it's all the same stuff and that's the key to it you have to keep it simple because when you're going grocery shopping you don't want to be thinking about all these different things in your head you want to just stick to the same ingredients and just know that you can make a variety of different dishes with those ingredients so the sauce um this sauce that i made the other day actually is pretty good it's a cashew sauce with um actually it'll be on my instagram i don't know the exact recipe um on hand but it's basically soaked cashews apple cider vinegar uh chipotle powder and uh, garlic, and some other things. It's it's on my Instagram or on my YouTube channel, so feel free to check that out. The sauces are really what make the meal. So those are just different dinner ideas. Now, for breakfast, I pretty much have the same thing every single day, uh, just because I don't have that much time, because usually my training is in the morning, so I'll have oatmeal, and, you know, if I've got a little bit more time and and I'm prepared, I'll soak steel-cut oats overnight and then cook those. Um, But if not, then I'll just have quick oats with frozen berries, flax seeds, chia seeds, apple, I'll put in there sometimes bananas and peanut butter, or I'll have a wrap with avocado and some vegan mayo sauce, like the cashew one that I made the other day. So I'll pretty much just end up snacking up until dinner, which is when I'll have the majority of my calories um, in my day. And that's just what works best for me. You know, it's I think this is completely personal too. Um, I find that the less I eat in the beginning of the day, the more energy I have. Mm, so I save my calories uh, for the end of the day, which is when I'm about to fall asleep. And I don't really have anything to do. So I just go into a food coma and chill until I fall asleep. So in terms of smoothies, they're fairly simple. You know, if, if I don't feel like putting that much effort into it, I'll put like bananas, soy milk or some sort of plant-based milk or water. It doesn't really matter. Soy milk I like because it's just high in protein, high in calories, and it's just You know, drinking your calories is the best way to gain muscle because you don't actually notice it as much. It's not that much of an effort. It doesn't take that much effort as eating an entire meal does. So you get full a lot slower. So yeah, I'll put um, bananas, some sort of plant-based milk, flax seeds, chia seeds, dates, you know, one or two dates. And, uh, you know, if I'm feeling it, some frozen berries, but that's not necessary, then I'll put in protein powder. And actually, one thing that I've been doing recently is putting in quick oats into my smoothies just as a way to get extra calories in, in a way, in like a very unnoticeable way. It's honestly helped me a lot can put on like muscle and put on some size ever since i started doing that i've really noticed a difference so highly recommend putting in oats may not taste the best may not have the best texture but you know i don't mind it i think it's worth it so in terms of grocery shopping obviously buying bulk is the best uh for the environment and for your wallet it's going to be the cheapest but you actually need to be able to use up the ingredients otherwise they'll go bad and it's also hard to find good places to buy in bulk so i often don't buy bulk you know if i'm coordinating with my, coordinating with my parents they have a um, a place to go buy wholesale and, you know, I'll buy some off of them, but that doesn't happen very often. You have to really be strategic with, you know, if, you, if, you're, if you're on a budget, you have to be strategic with what foods you're buying uh, and just be smart about it. Oftentimes the whole foods are the cheapest, so you don't want to be buying any processed foods like fake cheeses fake um you know fake meats or whatever that stuff's going to be very expensive you don't need it either it's unnecessary it's just it's not good for you it's either it's, so just don't buy it it's a, it's it's a lose-lose situation unless you value the taste that much so i always stick with whole foods and here are some of the my go-to so i'll always buy onions garlic because those are my bases for my um my stir fry so i'll always saute garlic and onions with some salt and pepper and some spices and then i'll put on the veggies and uh, that, so that's very important. And then I'll always get avocado and I always want to make sure that I've got avocado at home because avocado just goes well with er- absolutely everything that I eat. It's, it's my favorite food by far. So always get avocado cause it's also, you know, it's one of the healthiest foods that you can eat, one of the healthiest sources of fat. Um, and then beyond that, I'll just get a variety of different vegetables. My go-to's are, you know, broccoli, bok choy, lan, kale mixed greens um, bell peppers are one of my favorites and then I'll obviously buy peanut butter and uh, like soy milk I'll try to buy the original if they already the, sorry the unsweetened because I don't want to have the original um, because it has added sugars in it so you know just try to stay away from those but obviously buy what you can when it's available don't be too picky it's not that big of a deal and then I'll buy tofu and tempeh and obviously oats quick oats steel cut oats are my go-to I don't really like rolled oats as much Um, Those are better for baking, I think. And then obviously frozen berries, mixed berries, fruits like bananas, apples. I love I love uh, what's it called? Um, honeydew melon. That's the only that I've been buying recently. But you know I pretty much only buy fruits when it's in season. When it's not, I just suffer through the winter and then wait until they're available again. But mangoes are just my absolute favorite. Um, so yeah, I always buy those as a little treat when I can. And then I'll buy you know as like extra things, olive oil. It usually lasts me a long time, so I haven't actually had to buy it for a while. But I always like to get it in glass. Make sure it's extra virgin olive oil uh that's the best quality that you can get and the best for you and then I'll also spices you know cumin garlic powder onion powder uh I'll get curry powder that's pretty much it and I've talked about supplements yesterday in the podcast so I don't need to cover that and then I'll obviously get like apple cider vinegar coconut oil uh I like putting coconut oil just for cooking but I won't use that much uh it's debatable people don't like to cook with it I just find it makes it my life a lot easier because stuff doesn't take to stick to the pan but you can use water instead not that big of a deal I don't use that much anyways I've had one jar and it's lasted me like over a year so that's how much I use it's not a lot and then obviously I'll get canned uh, garbanzo so chickpeas and black beans but the best way is to make them yourself from dried because a it's a lot cheaper and b it's a lot better for you because they're you know, they've, they're you're making them there. They're not sitting in a container for however many for however long they're sitting. You know, like when they're at the store. But it's a lot more of a process because you got to soak them for like 24 hours, and then you have to cook them. And you have to watch them, and you they could also not turn out great. So. It's a process for sure. What I'm doing now is I'm writing down every single food that I eat on a consistent basis on the notes on my phone. So when I go to the grocery store, I pretty much just go through that list and I'm like, all right, what do I need? What do I have? I just buy what I need and I'm always set because the ingredient list is basically from stuff that I've from meals that I've made so I don't need to worry about oh I need to get this this ingredient for this meal it's like no I just make sure that I'm always stocked up on these basic ingredients and I'm always able to make a variety of different meals. So that's my strategy, and it's been working pretty well. Very low stress, very simple, and I've actually been able to stick to it. So if you guys, if you know what? Also, if you want to see um, the list of my ingredients that I use on a daily basis, just feel free to DM me on Instagram. I'll send you a screenshot of that note on my phone. But yeah, so that pretty much wraps up the podcast. On my Instagram as well, I should mention that I've got a highlighted story section where I think it's called recipes and basically every single one that I've posted on my stories I've saved there so if you guys are looking for new ideas looking for new uh, I guess yeah recipe ideas just go check that out that's often where I go to to find new ideas because like I'm like oh shit I forgot I made that a long time ago and then I'll try to replicate it but yeah it's just something, something good, something good to know. There's also a lot of good inspiration on Instagram and YouTube as well. You know, Simnet Nutrition has really good recipes. I have to give him credit because he's inspired me for a lot. So check him out on YouTube and Instagram. Uh, who else? That's, he's pretty much the only one Brian Turner sometimes, but I don't like how much junk food he eats. It's not really, you know, I really want to stick with a more whole foods, plant-based way of eating. So yeah, this pretty much wraps up the series. I'm probably not going to make a part three. I don't think there's anything else I need to add, but I just want to say as a way to end this is 100% possible to be a vegan athlete and to be able to build muscle. I think I'm living proof of that. If you just look at my Instagram where I was a year ago versus where I am now, big difference. Obviously muscle has been gained, so it's possible. Also, there's no reason why you can't be vegan and be healthy. It's only the people who don't put in the appropriate amount of research and the appropriate amount of um appropriate amount of uh, time in investing because if you think about it, it makes sense. If you want to learn something new, you'll put time into into learning that new thing. you know there's no I, I don't understand when people expect them to expect themselves to be healthy right away without actually, Researching nutrition because that's what's involved when you switch your lifestyle 180 degrees, like you do with veganism uh, and going like and eating plant based. It just takes time, it takes a little bit of effort on your end, and it takes persistence because you know that's just like with anything if you want there's no shortcuts in life if you want to make the most out of being vegan just put in the time and effort required but once again thank you so much for listening if i've missed anything if there's something that you want me to cover feel free to reach out and tell me i'm sure i did miss something i'm sure there's something that i need to go more into depth on but you know uh, it's hard to catch everything when you're recording podcasts i hope you guys took something away from this don't forget to live life complex peace out